the wide, wide world of sports is going on here. Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. Yeah, hoping to talk to uh, Dana Holgerson coming up, head coach of the Houston Cougars, making their way into the Big 12 Conference. And our, our broadcast crew already set up, ready to go up there. Cameron Parker, Derek and the team, Ty's up there. No, Ty's here. but uh, So we're ready to roll. So we'll have some live coverage, maybe even a, a coach in the Big 12. That's what our coverage is about. Brought to you by Hayes City Store and Ice House. Of course, in the taste, new taste on Maine and Buda, our friends Travis and Tamara Tyndall, uh, restaurant tours, but great uh, partners of ours here at the Horn, our travel partners up there and back uh, for all the live coverage of all the goings on in the uh, the final Big 12 media days ever for the Texas Longhorns today with Steve Sarkeesian, Quinn Ewers, and the contingent. They will be there, so uh, be locked in all day. They'll, you know, Cameron and uh, Jeff and Craig, they'll be live there from 10 to 12 with Light the Tower, and then Chad and Zay throughout the afternoon into the afternoon drive, bringing you great coverage as well. So looking forward to that, and thank you to Travis. Also our friend Richard Strever and the team at One Source Gas. Uh, all of your compressed gas needs, they are the best and growing like crazy, so we appreciate them too. Uh, so good stuff, Big 12 Football Media Days. And I uh, had Ari Temkin last hour. He I was off the nose, man. Oklahoma State. Yeah, really. With the rationale of? I understand the Baylor one. Well, I mean, he was thinking off the outside the box. Somebody comes out of nowhere to win this thing. It's boring to pick Texas because everybody's picking Texas or K State. Throw Texas Tech in there, and again, I'm I'm down on Oklahoma because I don't mean I just don't like Oklahoma, but I still can't believe the schedule they were given by the Big Twelve. It's it is it is really stunning when you look at their schedule and realize. So in the preseason media poll that was out last week, doesn't mean the media poll is always right, but Oklahoma does not have to play the team that was picked to finish second, third. Or no, second, fourth, and fifth. Yeah, I mean, I... Like, I, really? How is that possible? Whatever their schedule is, I just look at them and I don't see a lot of weapons that they have. I think they got a veteran quarterback. Plus, they have an incoming freshman that, if things don't go right, could be jumping into the fray pretty quickly. But, I mean, is Bob Stoops' son still playing there? Trey? No. Uh, Trey Stoops? No, Trey. No, his name is Drake. Kai Money? Drake Stoops. And Drake, by the way, not only is he still playing. Don't, hey, don't, don't ever get down on Kai Money. <laughs> hey, Be listen, careful there. Not now. only is Drake Stoops. He never got his shot. Not only is Drake Stoops still playing there, he will be at Big 12 Media Days tomorrow. He's part of their, oh my. He's part of their contingent. Oh, no, really? <laughs> they are going to be so bad if that's who they're sending. Is that really who they're sending? I mean, Dylan they got Gabriel, another. Drake Stoops, Jonah Luau. Or Lau, Lau, and Dana, uh, Danny Stutzman. Yeah, they've got a, a, a linebacker that came from Indiana last year. There was a freshman from CD Lamb. What are you saying? Why is it wrong to take Drake Stoops to media days? Is he a white I didn't guy? Say, no, I didn't say that. I, uh, oh, no, I think Ty did. Oh, I just yeah, said, I, I, mean, didn't, I just you... asked if he was still there. He could have balled at Westlake back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> sure. He was a little baller for Oklahoma last I mean, year, no. too. Oh, yeah, he, well, he, well, he caught the game when he touched down in that overtime game in the COVID year. Game winner. Yeah, he can yeah. run some a, little whip outs. Guy's a some seasoned whips, veteran. Some little whip outs. Yeah, some little under routes. Son of a coach. That's right. He runs great routes. He does. Got nice hands. You know, big game Bob was like, hey, you're taking Drake this year. I hope you know that, Brett. Oh, that's right. Get him up. He's still, he he's still calling the shots He's a senior. 
Well, he just got to win in the XFL or USXLW NBA championship, didn't he? We haven't got a WNBA update in a while from oh, you. She, there's nothing Falling going down on. down on the job over there. Don't worry. She's still going to be the, the MVP of the league this year. Was Not it? MVP. I thought it was Bernie. comeback player No, she's going to be comeback player of the year. It's got to be that way, doesn't it? Gotta. Come back from Russia. <laughs> from the gulag? I mean, really. I mean, if, she, if she ends up winning that award, it's just like one of the greatest ever to come back from the gulag to player of the year. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not even laughing. That's like unbelievable. How many do you mean? To actually plan, no. I would that accord in there for her. No, the her, shots up. Dude, she was know. in a bed that was 5'8. And she's 6'3. Yeah, six, really. Six, six, legs seven. were over the end. You know how those beds are. Come on now. It's Brutal. in a dorm bed. Not cool. Not cool. But, yeah, we're looking forward to Dana Holgerson. Now, Houston's a team that – this is a little bit interesting. I mean, Dana has a big job here because they don't look like a team that's ready to to really contend. Uh, You know, we we just dropped – actually, by the way, if you go over to my Twitter, at Aaron Hogan, uh, episode 12 of our Eyes on Texas multicast is out with myself and Mike Craven from Dave Campbell's Texas Football. We recorded on Monday night and comes out every week. That's uh, Eyes on Texas multicast. Good hour, hour, 15 minutes, all things Texas football. In college football conversation, it's really, really worth your time. But in it, we talked about, you know, Mike Mike Craven uh, is the lead writer, the senior writer at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. He wrote, gosh, 35,000 words of this year's edition, including the story on Houston, right? Because he, he mm-hmm. went down and covered and wrote a, a story about the preview of the Houston Cougars. And he said while he was there, the coaches were like, man, we're not sure yet about that. We're not sure because they had a bunch of guys they were waiting for in the portal that were going to roll in in the summertime and – and he's like, dude, this thing prints in June. I, we, I mean, we're, we're, we, I, gotta, I can't wait till June to get the, the information we need here to do a good preview of your team uh, because we are going to go to print by then. So, uh, so Houston has a lot of questions. Clayton Toon, their quarterback, is gone. Tank Dell, the great receiver, is now playing for the Houston Texans as a third-round draft pick. Um, you just don't know if they're, they're Big 12 ready right now. And, you know, Big 12 is not like it's great. But That's they, what I'm saying. Yeah, if you're – this is the time, and it doesn't matter. You're in this conference. You're here now. Yeah, uh, but and and this isn't a great conference. Like it's not the SEC or the Big Ten or anything right now. But it, are they ready for this? Um, a lot of folks down there not sure if uh, if they're ready to get this thing going. So hopefully, talk to Dana Holgerson and get some of those answers on the questions of what his team is all about. And they are one of the teams there today. Obviously, if we we're going to talk to him right now or, or here in the in the coming minutes, because they're there along with uh, TCU and Sonny Dykes. Sonny goes from. Like last year when we were there, it was an interesting story. How does Sonny, yes. how does he take over for Gary Patterson? You know, he's the choice, new coaching staff. Uh, this year, it's a, it, he's a spotlight. Uh, you know, National Coach of the Year, 12-0 and record. Mm-hmm. Didn't, you know, came up short in that Big 12 title game in overtime to K-State, but then beats Michigan in that. You know, that Michigan-TCU game was the, probably the most entertaining college football game of all of last year. And then we know the National Championship game wasn't very entertaining as Georgia just – Went to beating the hell out of TCU for the Natty. And that is, that Michigan team is talking about on the rise nationally. They're recruiting and what's going on in Michigan. I mean, it's always been good, but now it's... Well, we had the Phil Steele college football top 25 out last week, and he had three Big Ten teams in the top five, right? He's got uh, Ohio State, two. He's got Michigan, three. And he's got Penn State, five. Yeah. That's Phil Steele. So, yeah, Big Ten top heavy this year. Without a doubt, but uh, but Sonny Dykes and his team beat that team. Now they were opportunistic. They had two pick sixes, and that was just that. Way. Now, go back and watch that game. It was on New Year's Day or New Year's Eve. That was just such a great football game. Uh, then the night game turned into be. I mean, that day of football last year with TCU, oh, Michigan, then Ohio State, State, Georgia. That was that stuff. was one of the best days of football in a long, long time. And 
Ohio State quarterback made himself some money that day. Yeah, that C.J. Night. Stroud now down in Houston throwing to Tank Dell, the former Houston receiver. So, yeah, so TCU's there, Dana Holgerson in Houston, Lance Leipold in Kansas. Mentioned with last hour with, with Ari, Ari Temkin that you know, he's a Kansas grad. He, he likes the firepower on offense. He's not sure if Kansas has the defense over the course of a long season to, to hold up depth-wise. But, man, there's nobody that's done a better job than Lance Leipold turning around a program. I mean, as Ari mentioned, last year at this time, he came on with and said, you know, 30 guys. The over under win total is two and a half for Kansas. He took the over and he won his bet by game three, <laughs> where they won their third straight game to start the season. And, uh, you know, he's done an unbelievable. And he's got the preseason offensive player of the year in this conference. Think about that. Jalen Daniels. Uh, run and throw it. Run, throw. If he stays healthy, they're nice hard to stop. Back. Yeah. Devin Neal, the running back, is preseason all Big 12 as well, first team. Or the only team, uh, but the defense will become the question there. Dave Aranda, and I know whenever we talk about Baylor, Dave Aranda, people talk about offense and Blake Shapin. You know, the, the real number for Baylor last year was their defense because when they won the Big Twelve championship, they played great defense, like the best defense in the conference. And last year, they they didn't play great defense. Remember when Texas just ran it down their guts in oh, that yeah. fourth quarter of that game, and they couldn't stop them. That's what Dave Aranda's team was able to do the year before with Siaki Ika up front and Terrell Bernard and Jalen Petrie. You know, they would lock you up. They weren't playing high-scoring games when they won the Big 12. They were playing low-scoring, grinded-out games, and they still want to do that, but they just couldn't play good enough defense last year to win those. Think about the, T- the TCU went to play for the national title, but Baylor had them down big in the second half at Waco. Oh, they let that one slip away. And they couldn't close the deal. Their defense couldn't close the deal. So I would say, you know, if you're looking for a sleeper team, to me, it's Baylor. Because if That's Dave, my sleeper team also. If Dave Aranda gets t- the defense turned around with Richard Reese in his sophomore year and Blake Shapin, you know, they'll have enough offense. It's really going to come down to the can they get back to playing that ferocious defense that they did a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, Shapin can, can protect himself because he takes at least three or four massive hits every year. And all those times I'm thinking, is he getting up on this one? And he's taken for the last two years some really big hits that have really Agreed. knocked him out of games. you got to be careful. And I do believe Dave Aranda is a de- defensive Genius. I mean, I think he is too. What Steve Sarkeesian is, you know, claimed to be on offense. Sonny Dykes on offense. He is on defense. I mean, he really is. He's that. He got a lot of respect from from his players. Let's also remember that Dave Aranda, um, you know, Dave Aranda didn't didn't use the portal much last offseason. Like going into the, the the after coming off the Big Twelve, he didn't embrace the portal. He didn't really understand. Maybe he didn't quite get what how it can be impactful, and he didn't. And he he admitted that was wrong. And that's one thing about Dave Aranda. He's soft spoken, but he'll he'll own it when it was a mistake. And he said, you know, we just didn't. You know, we we did not use the portal to our advantage to replace when you're replacing Siaki Ika, Jalen Petrie, Terrell Bernard. I mean, these are NFL dudes. And dude, and that's when it, when it's hot. That's when you need to get get the players. You're not just going to produce the next guy that's that good if you have a guy that you can go and get in the portal. And and Dave Rand even admitted, even to the local media up there, man, we 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 needed to strike with that iron was hot and go get some guys, and we didn't. And this offseason, they've been more active in that portal. They've yeah, they added have. some people, and you'll that that to me, that's going to be my my sleeper team in the Big Twelve. I, I mean, Texas and K State are the rightful favorites, I believe. Uh, Oklahoma has to be in the conversation because of that schedule of theirs, Ugh. and then Baylor. Uh, and and I know Texas Tech is the trendy pick. I'm going to put Baylor maybe just a tick ahead of Texas Tech because I think Joey McGuire. How about this with Joey McGuire, Buck, which will be tomorrow for the Red Raiders. I like Tyler Shuck. I like their quarterbacks. But as you say, the uh, – <laughs> Are we three or four? Or one thing that you can guarantee is the Tech quarterback will get hurt. And that's so, the case. Yeah, they'll be in, on quarterback number three by week four. I mean, Matt Wells is their head coach. Oh. 
You know, guys go year, down, Joey two Mc- guys go down, three guys go down the year before that. Yeah, it's like he'll be hurt by September 15th. I mean, that's just going to be the case. Uh, it's just been their their luck. with Even Caleb Kingsbury had issues keeping his quarterbacks healthy back at Texas. I mean, you go all the way back, e, yeah. and, and they've always had problems with the quarterback. Must be the turf. Must be the turf. Yeah. All right, well, so the uh, – the conversation is that. So here, here's my thing with with Joey McGuire, though. Remember last year, so so when Joey McGuire was was in Baylor, right, and he credits Matt Rule hugely for his ascendance to the top and being a head coach in college football. Remember, he got hired in the middle of the season. We thought that was curious that he left Waco to go be on this, be there at Texas Tech for the second half of the year That's right. after Matt Wells was let go. Well, what did he get to do? Joey McGuire got to witness that team. He got to see the roster. He got to be around it. He couldn't coach anybody, but he got about a six. You know, three-month head start, like for most coaches. And so when he got to the offseason, he knew, you know, his strengths. He knew his weaknesses. And I think he took that a lot of that to his advantage. So it wasn't, you know, his year one was somewhat different than others. But people ask, well, how do you do that in year one to go eight wins and beat OU, beat Texas, win a bowl game? Well, I think that little jump start that he had in October getting there helped. And I also think, you know, he sprung some surprise parties on the Big 12. I mean, they led the the Big 12 in, in going forward on fourth down. Right, Texas found that out. In their game, when, when they went for it on fourth down like seven or eight times and converted almost every time, they that was not a gimmick against Texas. That was kind of a staple for them. Uh, so all well, once the, you get it, oh, once you get to do it five times in a row, you figure, oh, okay, we'll do it again. Well, and, and I got to think there were times when Steve Sarkeesian and Pete Kwiatkowski were going, he's not going for it on fourth and seven. He won't do seven. that again, will he? Fourth and seven in his own territory. He did it. Why not? And he couldn't, you couldn't stop it. But that went on throughout the course of the year. And uh, – you know, those kind of things, you can't surprise the conference anymore. They're going to make adjustments to you. They're going to figure out what was working. Uh, and, you know, the, the, the conference learns you a little bit. You did. You had the surprise element, I think, last year at Joey McGuire. That would be my one question about Texas Tech. I, love, I know they have a veteran team. They, love, they have a great defensive line. They, they love they have their entire returning offensive line. they got good running backs and a good quarterback who's a veteran. Uh, Taj Brooks is back again, Buck, that running back. That, yes. dude's, a, that dude's a bully. I like him. But it's just... Eh, and they'll always have some wide receiver, some six-five guy that catches it. Well, they've got a first-team Jerron Brantley. Jerron uh, Bradley is a, the first-team All Big Twelve wide receiver. So yeah, they have pieces. I just wonder if if Baylor's the team we're not talking about, and Tech is the team that's maybe getting overhyped a little bit. No, that game against Texas at the end will mean something. With the Red Raiders? No, yeah, that, the the last game will mean. Says our, our man CB, our historian on Twitter, reminded us that Tech has never played for a Big Twelve championship and has only won two. Conference championship since 1976. It's because they don't care as much. <laughs> There's Ty. Ty, Ty went. To, Ty went to that school for a semester, right. and they don't not care. even a semester. Not e- Oh, you didn't even finish the semester. You just dropped all your I was classes there for like two months. Are they? They caring about baseball more there? Right? They care about drinking in the parking lot. <laughs> pre-game, pre-game ceremonies, <laughs> and, then, and the Texas game is on at the park. Like I'm telling you, when I was there, 80 percent of the people there are closet Texas and Texas A&M fans. There you go. All right, we'll come back. Uh, we're going to go break early because we have Nick Shuley coming up with the live music update, but Dana Holgerson could sit down at any minute and talk some college football with us. So let's get a break and open up the, the, the spot a little bit for both. Uh, we'll hit that on the other side. Nick Shuley coming, live music update, and possibly Dana Holgerson, hopefully for the end of the hour. It's Bucky and Aaron. All 
All right, it's time for the live music update. We are uh, pending a conversation with our man Dana Holgerson. Houston Cougars were, remember, 12-2 and two in 2021, ranked top 20 nationally when the season ended, and they were expected to challenge for a spot in New Year's Six Bowl last year, but didn't live up to that. They went 8-5 and five in Clayton Toon's final year there, and uh, we'll talk to uh, the head coach, Dana Holgerson, when we get a chance about their move into the Big 12 and the expectations in 2023 for the Cougs. But before we do that, look who it is. It's a Wednesday. That means live music update time with our man Nick Shuley, who is the president of the Austin Music Movement. And you mentioned last night you were at an NIL function in South Austin with uh, some Longhorns. Yeah, we had a really cool one last night at, for this uh, this charity called Hungry Souls, which uh, the, the gentleman who runs that, Bill, is just awesome. And he had all our all our guys out. We had Quinn Ewers, Jalen Ford, Jordan Whittington, tons of, I mean, I think 12 other kids. And what they do is they pack up. They pack up food and get everything ready for these crockpot meals for these families that are that are vetted through their schools and and they've been identified as families in need and so they send all these to them and it's incredible they they can feed a family of four for a hundred dollars a month which they crockpot meals yeah they make it go a long way it's really impressive Especially in the charity. summertime right with uh, kids not going to school yeah it's it's cool and and they run it out of Bannockburn uh, Baptist Church down there down south and it, oh, yeah. it's such a good place and a great place if you ever need some 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 time to volunteer do something great they do some cool stuff name again uh hungry souls hungry souls, hungry souls. Bannockburn Church that's right there William Cannon um yeah William Cannon mm-hmm. Davis yeah going that way all right good stuff all right uh, so we get to let's get to the live music because uh, nick comes in and tells us about what the nil is going on with ut but also the heck's going on with live music in austin texas including the place ty likes to hang out now monday night <laughs> ty was uh, doing the lonely land mandate at uh, saxon pub they've got a good one tonight yeah they that, uh, that's a uh, ty's new spot i think he's gonna be a regular though. they got some good regulars you'll add you'll add to the <laughs> to the mix there uh, they got Tyler McCollum tonight, Parker McCollum's brother. He's he's doing a set there, and if you'll remember, that's where Parker McCollum got his start. Was at the yeah, first live show there in the incubator of Austin. Yeah, he calls it out even when he plays the Moody Center. He talks about it. That's awesome. And then another great little local band I, I added on there, this band West Twenty Second that I've talked about. These UT kids, they're playing the Spider House Ballroom tonight. They're my pick for Austin's next big band. And so uh, the, the Spider House over on 29th and Guadalupe. What's that name? The West West Twenty Second is cool. the band. Probably where they lived on West Campus. I think so. They, they were rolling through. That's how you pick your name. Uh, Thursday, that would be tomorrow night uh, over at ACL Live. Yeah, Mike Mike and the Moon Pies at 310 at ACL Live. And then a really cool one, Jim Ritz called me and, and told me about this one. I didn't know it was happening. But Darden Smith does this series called Who Said You Could Do That? where he interviews people and kind of talks about uh, how they made their music, how they got into it. So it's almost like a mix of an interview, but then they do a lot of they do a lot of songs too, stripped down. And Bruce Robison's doing it. Oh, it's it's awesome. And having Bruce Robison there, he's got such a storied career. So that's at the State Theater at the Paramount, and we'll give away tickets for that. Ooh, that's uh, a good one. So you get a little interview, Q and A, talk to Bruce Robison, one of the great songwriters. They're one of the great Texas songwriters out there. He and his brother. And Darden, too. Darden's a phenomenal Austin songwriter. Like He's done a lot of good stuff That's and co-written awesome. with a lot. So it's Darden that does the interview? Yeah. That's it's cool. A, it's so his it's series. Musician with Musician. I like that. We'll have some tickets to give away to that. That's at the state side at the Paramount coming up. Also, uh, that wraps up Thursday. How about Friday? Friday in Cedar Park at the Hot Spot, which is a great venue. It has Ockerville River, River, who, if you haven't seen them, they played ACL a bunch of times. They are a fantastic kind of alt-country, alt more a little more rock band. And then uh, two nights, Friday, Saturday, Dave Chappelle's doing the Moody Center. It's not music, but it's definitely worth talking about. <laughs> That's a fun night. I, I have not been. I've seen so much Dave Chappelle comedy buck, but I've never seen him live. You ever had that chance? I've seen him once. Was it He's great? Good. 
Yeah, when he shows up on time, if he's there, <laughs> because he can be a little late. Oh, for sure. I've oh, seen him four or five times, and he he just kind of sits down and talks and, yeah. he, and works out a lot of material. And he's he's such a sharp dude. It's good to look, good to good to watch. So you're on global. It's like Ricky Williams. You're oh on yeah, Dave you're Chappelle on global, time. Oh, you're on Chappelle time. You could be there an hour and a half, and oh, here he comes. Oh, oh he has he has a thing where where the venues. He just tells them, "Hey, I'm going to smoke in your venue." Like that's <laughs> and happening. it is. And if you want the if you want the show, then you say yes. Yeah, you sold the tickets, <laughs> and it's only going to be me. Yeah. No one else can like up, but uh, you're going to let me smoke, or I ain't coming. I like that. Uh, all right, Seaboys, Heart and Saul's got a good one on Friday night. Yeah, it's a, a band that's been here for a minute, but are always good. Tomar and the FCs, and then uh, the, another one we're giving away tickets for. I can't put enough emphasis on God of this show. Saxon Pub, Friday night, this band called the Beatnik Bandits from San Marcos. They are awesome. If you're a fan of the Lumineers, anything like that, Love these guys get after it. The Beatnik Bandits, and that's a cool name out of San Marcos, San Marcos, Texas. They opened for Blue October on their last tour. There it is. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, they're fun. They rock that saxophone. Reminds stage. me of Roy G. Biv a little bit there, being up in, <laughs> yeah. in Idaho. Idaho, baby. <laughs> Beatnik Bandit. So we'll have a pair of tickets to that coming up. We'll also have a pair of tickets to that event at the Stateside Paramount Theater on Thursday night. So I always appreciate Nick bringing some giveaways, which is cool to get out and see some live music. Also, Saturday, a good lineup? Yeah, big Saturday. Ben Queller at the Scoot Inn, which would be a really good one. He was the lead singer Radish back in the day and, and still makes some great music. And then out in uh, out in New Braunfels, the we always like to give a little love to the Whitewater Amphitheater. Josh Abbott's playing that one, which will be a, a fun show. Of Josh uh, great. knows more about Texas Tech football than maybe anybody on the planet. <laughs> more than Ty? Well, Ty flunked <laughs> out of Texas. Oh, Tech. you flunked out. Flunked I didn't out flunk out. It was you my decision dropped, to You leave. just dropped out. Yeah, Josh did some NIL deal, I think, with Texas Tech athletes to because he, he has a festival there or something. He does. Wow. Yeah. And they help work it and stuff. Yeah, Josh is a huge college football fan. And like he like when he's doing he's on the bus, he's like following recruiting rankings. Oh and yeah. They'll come in here and tell us about all these prospects out in West Texas. He's a good dude. Josh Abbott at Whitewater coming up Saturday. Uh, Antones uh, on Saturday. The legendary Jimmy Vaughn at Antones. That's that's obviously a cool one. Uh, and then we talked about Chappelle. We got uh, Godfather of the Blues, W.C. Clark, playing Saxon Pub that same night. That and, is W.C. And then another good one at Green Hall. Uh, Cody West is playing that one, a, a, a really good up-and-coming country artist. I love that. And then, gosh, look at the legends at Antone's on Sunday night. Yeah, it's Antone's anniversary week, so they do a lot of these cool shows. And they got a Sleep at the Wheel playing there, which will, which will be a good one. And then even Monday night, if you want to get out here in the month of July and see some good stuff at uh, Moody Center, Monday night, big traveling show. Yeah, big 80s band, Tears for Fears, playing and with uh, one of my personal favorites, Cold War Kids, opening up. Now, I'll say on Tuesday, Bucky has not seen this list. While we were prepping for the show this morning here in the studio between 5 and 6, uh, there was a steady diet of this artist. Oh, no way. playing Tuesday night. Oh, yeah, man. It was, on the, it was on the greatest hits. Yeah, I'm taking my dad to see this one. We're excited. Uh, Jack, Are you? Jackson Brown at ACL Live. Yeah, man. He, oh, so good. So good. It I've was, never seen him live. Oh, you need to figure out how to get out there. We need, to, gonna, get, we need to get you out now, there. Now, how is his new music? I mean, is his new music? Still good. Are, are people are people wanting to hear? Give me the old stuff. It's not like Jimmy Buffett trying to throw out a new album at you when you're like, "Hey, come on, I don't want to hear your new stuff." Yeah, he still puts out stuff, and it's it's good quality. But I mean, obviously, you know, everybody's oh, going sure. for the classics. Like for he, some has, he has so many greatest hits, and I saw his ACL taping and uh, recently. Fabulous, he, wasn't it? Oh my gosh, he plays. Yeah. He played the, played the hits. He is so good, a legend. And oh uh, yeah. You've seen that Eagles documentary. Glenn Fry says, "I learned to write a song listening to Jackson Brown because they lived in a like a, a music complex in Southern California, and Jackson lived above them, and you could just hear 
working out a song, working well, he, out a he song. He wrote uh, Take It Easy. Yeah, he yeah, did. for the mm-hmm. Eagles. And yeah. then, you know, Glenn Fry says it for sure. I didn't know how to write a song. I loved music, and then I heard Jackson Brown and learned how to write a song. Oh, and, some of his lyrics are just, oh, they're incredible. Hey, Nick, we'll get a timeout. Thank you, buddy, because we're going to give you, away Nick. those tickets when we come back, and we're going to talk to Dana Holgerson. Actually, let's give away those tickets. Uh, caller five, 4 and 5, Ty, 447-3776. If you want to see the Bruce Robeson you know, interview with Darden Smith and sing along, that'll be at the stateside at the Paramount and uh, the great uh, must-see show, right? Yeah, the Beatnik Bandits at the Saxon Pub on Friday night. 4 and 5. Uh, you know, First one in will pick their, their spot. Ty, give those away, 447-3776. Ty, uh, Nick, thanks so much, buddy. Thanks, guys. Good to see you. Uh, live music update. Get those ice-cold Bud Lights when you're out drinking. They're out drinking. I'll watch the live music. You can have one. And uh, pick those up right now and pick up those tickets. Thank you to Nick Shuley every Wednesday here on BNE. It's Bucky and Aaron. Yeah, the great Jackson Brown will wrap up your live music week next Tuesday night at ACL Live at the Moody Theater. What a show that will be. Hit after hit after hit with the great Jackson Brown. That'll be fun. So uh, appreciate our, our listeners who won those tickets. Juan and Riley won the tickets to the Saxon Pub and to Stateside at the Paramount Theater. Coming up for those two shows, we appreciate uh, greatly. Jackson Nick Shirley. Brown is a good old man date. That's a good old man date. Oh, sing along. He night. probably won't get up and dance much, but you sit and sing, oh. and that's a great venue there at the Moody Theater, AC Alive, and uh, you know, intimate and, and a night with Jackson Brown. That great sound great in pleasant. there too. Oh, it sounds tremendous. Uh, so good stuff. Thank you to Nick for bringing the, those tickets to give away. The Beatnik Bandits, his suggestion for Saxon Pub. If you're getting out on Friday night with our live music update, still awaiting a conversation with Dana Holgerson. Hopefully, it happens. Sounds like if it doesn't happen with us, it'll happen with uh, Light the Tower to start their show. But Dana's kind of doing the rounds of, uh, of media row. Uh, yeah, they're early because they, you know, he doesn't even do his po- his deal with the podium with the Big Twelve till like two o'clock. This new to new to the league, he's ready to go. Well, I do know this through my buddy Mike Craven, my co-host on the Eyes on Texas multicast, which episode twelve just dropped today, is out. He, uh, you know, they're pushing, it's trying to get as much push as they can, especially down in Houston because they need they, you know, Dana Holgers has got to live up to the billing and you know, deliver a product, but. Um, you know, when Tom Herman was at Houston on his way to Texas, I mean, he had, whether he was getting grills on his teeth and whether he was. Dude, that thing was rocking when he, I'm telling you. That year he was there, it was crazy. When they beat Oklahoma. Well, no, he was on, uh, what you call it? He was on, you know, he's on the front page of the Chronicle. I mean, in the city of Houston, to get the Houston Cougars football program on the front page of Houston Chronicle, I mean, you're fighting with the, the Astros, you're fighting with the Rockets and, and the Oilers, and it's just rare. Normally, you got to dig deep into the sports page to find the, the, the Houston Cougars. Now, Kelvin Sampson has certainly done that in basketball. He stuck them on there quite a bit because they were oh, yeah. Final Four team and a great team, and he's built that program. He's still there. And, you know, his program is Big 12 ready. There's no doubt. He's ready to jump into the Big 12, and, and Houston will be right there with – you know, Baylor and Kansas and uh, Texas this year as a team that's ready to go try to win the conference. Big 12 football, not sure. I mentioned Dana Holgerson and his team. The the 12-2 and two year and finishing 17th overall in 2021 led to expectations of a run to, you know, be that, that, that power five, non-power five team in a bowl game and didn't live up to it. They went 8-5 and five and 
had some injuries, had some issues, and so we'll, now you lose Clayton Tune and Tank Dell and all that that firepower. Uh, we'll see how they respond and go. But it's his first trip. Now he was at Big Twelve Media Days many times when he was the head coach of the um, West Virginia Mountaineers, previous to. Uh, yeah, I mean Big Twelve the the media day. I mean guys walk by and people grab them by the arm, or they'll see an old buddy and then they'll. I mean it's it's crazy up there. That that thing, especially when it used to be when we'd be there early in the morning. He, You'd think you'd have a guy coming up right away. Next thing you know, somebody stick their arm out to him, and they see one of their old buddies, and they just sit down and start talking to him. Next thing you know, they're interviewing them. And you're, it's supposed to be your interview time, and you're going, what the hell? Oh, I just had to talk to this guy. Gary, Peter, Gary Patterson was the best at that. That dude would get there early, and he would talk to everybody. And let me tell you, so Gary was- Patterson had the, the most well-dressed players when they would show up to Media Day, Big 12, Media Day. You're talking about guys dressed to the nines. They, they, that was a good-looking bunch every year. I mean, they didn't always play good-looking, but they sure looked good. Uh, what? Tech, oh, dressed up? Oh, yeah. Suit? Well, that's the oh, thing. It's always interesting what they the would local, get. The locals. I mean, they were right yeah, they there. They come right down the road. from. Yeah. I mean, they're 15 minutes away from campus there at TCU. Uh, you, you always wonder what they're going to wear. Like Sark, I guarantee you. Sark will be looking good. Because the UT guys, they get on that, get they get on that jet. He's dressing by himself, right? Well, he, I don't know. What do you he's think? Not people tips? around him while he gets dressed? Is well, I mean, we... I mean, is he getting tips, or this is going to be him on his own? Uh, tips. No, no. His tips. wife. Well, his wife is. <laughs> is yeah, Miss L'Oreal is quite yeah, the fashionista. He's getting tips today, so I'm sure she helps him pick out maybe what outfit he's going to wear. Okay, but I think he gets dressed alone. I think he gets dressed by himself. I'm thinking he can handle that. That part. Yes. Okay. This says he Oilers don't exist anymore. Well, that's true. Um, I've been. Oh, I said. Well, I was growing up reading the Houston Chronicle. The Oilers were the center of attention. Uh, but when I was growing up, it was Five Slam and Jamma. Houston Cougars go. were big time. Uh, but now, Kelvin Sampson has the basketball team back, and uh, Dana Holgerson get the football team back. Hopefully, we get a chance to talk to him today. Also at Big Twelve, it's Sonny Dykes, it's Dana Holgerson, Lance Leipold in Kansas, Dave Aranda, Mike Gundy, and Sark. Uh, also, be, uh, we'll get to hear from and learn a little bit about BYU's program today with Kalani Siatki. The head coach there, and he's bringing Caden Slovis, Keaton Slovis, the uh, much traveled quarterback, who will be leading that team this year. So, all things will be talking about. You know, if we don't get a chance to talk to, because uh, the way that works, right? There's radio shows going on, and they just bounce from show to show. Oh, they do. If we if we don't get them, the next guys will, which would be Craig and Jeff and the Light the Tower crew, and our man Cameron Parker on the ground there doing great work and making things happen. Hopefully, we get a chance to uh, to get it. Somebody said uh, this says Bucky wanted to toss some TCU salads. Since I heard Jeff Howe saying this yesterday no, after we, we no, left. We said a fresh salad. We didn't say anything about no, tossing I believe I anything. said yesterday that we missed Cliff Kingsbury. Yes. We were talking about things we're going to miss not being at Big 12 Media Days. And, and I said he smelled like a fresh salad. And I he think, always I think does. I said fresh toss salad because you used to say that. Oh, okay. But, the, you know, you don't really t- – listen, I think everybody knows what that smells like, but you don't really smell the freshness unless you toss it. I went out and bought some Periellis after I, I mean, in honor of – Cliff. Because you asked him what his aroma was at one time. Oh, yeah, I did. And did he say Perry Ellis? Yeah, he told me some Perry Ellis. And it, I said, yeah, you're right, it does. Well, it's listen, fresh. If you're going to smell like a salad, you've got to toss the salad. Yes, right? you, you do. Know, you put Absolutely. it in the bucket and you toss it. Put and it, it in the bucket. That's when you get the aromas. That's when you oh. get all the aromas flowing together. Tomatoes, the lettuce. You people are mm. sick. I hear Jeff Howe and then everybody sick talking about people. E. Hogan wants to toss a salad. I'm like, what are you guys even talking about? I love a tossed salad. Oh, they're into their... You say you love the tossed salad. See, <laughs> see, there they go again. Here he goes again. Listen, I mean, really? I, I, when it's hot like it is, and you're out. I mean, what's better than a than a, than a cold, a fresh, fresh tossed, tossed salad? salad. It's no, unbelievable. Nothing. 
Nothing. If you're on a picnic. I'm, I'm, if you're in the backyard at the picnic table. Especially if I'm table. sitting outside somewhere. It's nice and cold. Yeah, I want cold food. I want like watermelon, cantaloupe, oh. some fruit. Oh, a fruit salad. Fruit, but then to- like a tossed salad with romaine lettuce and all the fixings. I'm little cheese, little cheese, not not with a not I a like burger a cheese. I like a little bit of cheese. Do you grated cheese, right? No chunks. No croutons, no onions. You know, I don't like red onions. I know you do not. I like onion. I do like onions in my salad. I'm fine with Ugh. that. Gives me indigestion. But I don't like I don't want the crunchy. I don't like the croutons. Croutons don't work for me. It says E is the king salad tosser. <laughs> oh, see. No. It's like come on. It's like the tiger king. All right, do I have to go listen, I'm saying this. Don't in, go to the don't don't go to the dictionary. Do I have to go to the urban dictionary to do find not out go, what? No, do not go. Because I'm clearly that this means something. No. No, we don't want to we don't care about Chumbones or any of this other stuff in the Urban Dictionary. We try to stay away from that on this show. Really? You mean the Cleveland Steamer? <laughs> no, whatever. <laughs> no. We, Ty. Ty. Ty, help me out. What is the... I like to suck on the big ones. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I, I don't... I, I didn't know toss salad was all of a sudden this... You don't know what that means? No. Actually? I, what do you mean actually? It's... A little it's, penny flipping? No, no. We don't know those things. We're older. I'm not a fan of that, but we are. Well, we're older. We don't you know, know those what? terms. We don't. We don't know those terms. We don't go to that dictionary that often. You know exactly what it means. No, I don't. No, we don't know what it, it means, means to get no. your buttocks. <laughs> it means what? To get your motor buttocks. Bo- we know stuff like motorboating. Buttocks. Put, put, we know. We know motorboating. Put that together. Because we heard it on a but movie. With your butt cheeks. No. Once again, we don't, no reference to Northwestern. Move along. Okay, I didn't style. realize this, so let's move on. No. Well, we'll have the Howard tomorrow. Salad, we'll, Aaron Hogan. We'll have, we'll have Howard tomorrow, and Howard will be able <laughs> I'm not looking it up. I'm, we're moving on. We're moving to something new. Dana Holgerson, listen, y'all. Dana Holgerson could sit down at any minute and put his headphones on, and the next thing you know, we're talking about this. We've got to get on to something much more. Pe- but actually, Dana might jump into that conversation. He's, a, <laughs> he's an interesting guy. Himself. Stephen A. Smith, big fan. Big fan of Tossin Salad. She. <laughs> okay, now the texts are coming. You know, yeah, of course, of course they do. Plead ignorance, Your Honor. The name Elias Diaz is now an All Star Game uh, historic historic name. An All Star Game lore. Hit a big two run homer in the eighth inning last night to lead the National League over the American League three to two at the Midsummer Classic. That makes him an instant uh, legend in that game because only six, only five other players have ever hit a home run eighth inning or later that put. Their league ahead of the other on the way to a win. Those names include Ted Williams. Those names include, let me get that list. That's an impressive list of people who have done that. And uh, the 30, think about that, Buck. A 32-year-old kind of journeyman catcher who's having the year of his life for the Colorado Rockies. Makes an all-star team. And he is now a legendary player uh, in college football uh, or college baseball. College baseball. Pro baseball. I'm looking at my Twitter. Somebody keeps texting me saying my, my Twitter account is, what's wrong with your Twitter account? Nothing's wrong. I already looked. I know, but but a bunch of accounts are not, not working on Twitter right now. What's Elon Musk having a problem with Twitter right now? Because I got to pay those bills. Well, here this one's not working. It's the threader. The news the feeds. Are, the out news. There. Something, something's wrong with the news feeds on uh, many many a Twitter account out there. So I can't find you the list of the five other players. But I do know that the great Texas Ranger Hank Blaylock, Hank Blaylock, hit an eighth inning or later home run, and uh, I know that Ted Williams did it. Who was the name? Of Cookie Rojas. Cookie Rojas. Cookie Rojas did the trick. I think and Cookie now, was a Philly. Uh, yes, at one time. Or Cubby. 
I, I, my Twitter's the not tone. working, but the text line is certainly working. The text line is alive, a mess. And, alive and a mess. Oh, is right. I miss the sometimes. I, yeah. Hey, by the way, did you know that Rob Manfred coming out of the All Star game? Uh, did his State of the State of the Union, State of the State press conference of Major League Baseball, and said, "How about this? Once they get new stadiums built in Vegas for Oakland, he said Oakland, but he meant Vegas. He can't mm-hmm. say that yet, though. Once that stadium is done, and they're trying to get a new stadium for the Tampa Rays, Tampa Rays, um, he said we are planning on expansion, planning on expansion. Yeah, said that once we get that done, now that's our first course of business to get new ballparks for those two teams. Once that's done, we're going to move on towards expansion. Bringing in the live teams, live teams, no expansion to new city teams. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, the, but the money group. Oh, <laughs> oh, you're talking about the PIF. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe, but the cities being discussed, which I think is interesting, Portland. Nashville, Salt Lake City, not Austin, Texas. Charlotte, not Austin, Texas. Why isn't Austin, Texas on this list? Huh? Somebody tell me. Why is my phone blowing up with Chris Rock? Oh, no. Chris Rock did a toss salad thing I mean, one point. Yeah, I mean, it's just. It's... Hey, you think I'm, guys, I'm just kidding. I like it. I like salad. I'm a fan of salad. With no no onions though. No onions, no crouton. I don't need the croutons either. I think croutons are gross. <laughs> I love the croutons. Unless they're really seasoned croutons. You don't like just a plain. No, they're too crunchy. They hurt my teeth. They break my teeth. And they get. I mean, unless they're good, right? If you make some your own crouton croutons and you cut up the get like the baguettes. And Are you, you okay with salad? I mean, with with the nuts in your salad though, with almonds, no. sweet no. vinaigrette. I don't like nuts. pecans. No pecans. Strawberry vinaigrette. My my things are. One of the things that smells the best in a fresh tossed salad is uh, cucumber. Cucumber. I do like cucumber. My wife does not. She's not a cucumber fan. And the, the aroma of cucumber is there very you go. relaxing. That, now Cliff Kingsbury comes into play right there. You think he smells like cucumber? Yes, he does. That's what it is. When he goes, I'm telling you, you don't understand. When that dude goes by, it's yeah, he, Oh, man, I need to take a nap. I think there are two individuals who kind of glide by when you see them at things like that. And they are. Cliff Kingsbury. Okay, I agree with that 100%. And you'll agree with this one, too. And uh, she smells lovely, and that's Aaron Andrews. And there's no doubt about it. But the only thing about her is when she goes by, the rest of the funky-smelling entourage of hers, because there's like 40 others that go, she goes by and 40 others go by then, too. Would you take Cliff Kingsbury on a mandate? Is the boys going uh, out no, to No, I'd be too. No. no I've seen him down in Tripping Springs. Yeah, that'd him. be the ultimate wingman. Yeah, he would. Yeah, except for he'd take you over. You want to come meet my guy, Cliff? Oh, no, that'd be it for you. Dude, if you go with Cliff, you'd be, you'd be left done. over. <laughs> I'll, take this. I'll take Cliff's scraps. That's right. <laughs> yeah, take I, the scraps? Come on. Remember, was, our, remember our late great friend, Jim Hudson, former Longhorn New York oh. Jet, who used to tell us stories about hanging out with Joe Namath? Joe Namath, and he'd be like, it was great. <laughs> I mean, he'd, you know, he'd go home with like 310s. They were and like I'd be roommates, like, weren't they? Hey, y'all. Oh, yeah, they were the Jets. Yeah. He said he'd go out, and man, he said, I made a good living on Joe. <laughs> yeah, my goodness. <laughs> you know, I mean, can't have them all, Joe. That's right. Um, Take the scraps. Oh, yeah. Uh, so there you go. Yeah, I, I saw Cliff Kingsbury down in, in Dripping Springs at uh, Tyne and Doe. Oh, that's a cool place. He was there. He was there on a Saturday. And he uh, is from New Braunfels, Texas. Remember? His dad was a high school coach down there. Yeah, and I didn't wimpy him. I didn't go and touch him on the shoulder. I let him just let him be. Smack. Oh. Yeah, I just... Just get, threw out my shoulder, making says, a slap. Says, get eat at the salad bar. I love a good salad bar. Uh, currently, my favorite salad, salad bar, bar would be where? Jason's Deli has a good one. Really? Yeah. And the free ice cream. Free ice cream. 
I used to crush Luby's. I just, in the, when it gets this hot, I don't like hot food that much. I'd rather have something cold. Not like me who had spaghetti and meatballs last night. Oh, man, it just sounds so heavy and hot. <laughs> like, uh, Delicious. A barbecue or a burger, but like, give me some, give me some salad. Look up, like, you didn't go to like. Uh, You're making me think of a nice, fresh salad for lunch today. There put you some go. Crumbs on it. Put some crumbs. Or you can go down to, like, you know, like Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's, or no, what's the one? Uh, Jersey, Jersey Mike's. Mike's. Jersey, Jersey Mike's? Mike's does the sub in a tub where it's not, you don't have oh, really? to have all the bread. So they'll make you like a full sandwich in a tub with lettuce. It's really good on a hot day. Cools you off a little bit. Don't get oh, all those carbos. So no, no eat fresh. Sub in a tub. Sub in a tub. Jersey Sounds Mike's. Good. Winner, winner. Toss that salad. Eat fresh. Eat, eat fresh. Hey, you know, I ain't afraid. <laughs> hey, Buck, have a good uh, See you guys. See good, you in the morning. Get over the hump Wednesday. We'll yes, do it on sir. a Buck Off Thursday. Brought to you by the Austin Gamblers. Bright and early tomorrow. They're dark and early tomorrow. More live coverage coming live from Big 12 Football Media Days. Brought to you by Hayes City Store and Ice House. Taste on Main and Buda. And, of course, One Source Gas of Austin.